Working on a weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. Say my day's a number, but I keep waking up. No, you see my text, baby. Okay, you can tell that I'm getting ready to go to the gym because it's really the only time I listen to rap. Drake, OBO baby. That's my boy. Um, welcome everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Stark Naked Podcast, where we talk about the stark naked truth of anything that's on my mind or anything that's on anybody else's mind. Now, today, I'm just hanging out. I have to go to Arizona this weekend. I have to move and start a new travel nursing thing. I'm not excited about the drive, but it's a new adventure yada, 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 all the cliche shit, living life, YOLO. So I wanted to get into a topic that I think is pretty funny. Um, Dating apps. Yes, dating apps. Excuse me while I fumble through my papers. Oh, Tinder. No, Tinder's not even a dating app. Tinder is like a, like like an application for an STD. It's like if you really want to get into the school of STDs, you go on Tinder. It's like swiping through, like, would you like chlamydia? Would you, I'm just kidding. That's not true. People, I know people that have been on Tinder that actually have like really good um, success with it. I know people that have actually, they date from Tinder dates. I don't know how. I don't get, no, I don't know how. But we got Tinder, Bumble, which is kind of like the ugly sister of Hinge. Um, I believe Hinge is pretty up there on like, this is from, you know, I've been talking to people. I've been asking. It's also from my own um, perspective. And I've been asking through Instagram and stuff. I've had um, talks with friends and things about uh, this subject. Hinge is like, you know, the league is one that you actually have to like apply to. And I know I have a friend that like got accepted into it and she, you only get like three matches a day or something, but the people are like legit, which I found that like hinge people are legit too. It could be geographical. So I think that like people down in Florida don't have, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I'm not even going to like, I'm not even going to go there, but I believe that, you know, in the Midwest area over here. I've only used dating apps for not that long, but, um, yeah, Bumble is the ugly sister of Hinge for sure. There's not much that goes on on Bumble. My roommate actually did really well on Bumble, but I don't, I don't, I didn't really like it that much. Um, so I just wanted to go through some lessons that I have learned from dating apps. Um, yeah, there's many of them. Okay. So Really, I mean, it's a bumpy fucking ride with dating apps. Um, I've done them myself. I've asked around, like I said. 
Um, and I've learned that there are many lessons that come from them. Everything is a lesson in life, really. I'm kind of whispering right now because my roommate's sleeping in the next room. But, um, yeah, besides the fact that, like, they're, like, a completely unemotional roller coaster, unemotional. They're not really that emotional. If you get emotional from dating apps, then there's something up. But it's definitely, like, an unemotional roller coaster that's kind of, like, more, it's, like, a more, like, fucked up online version of The Bachelor slash Bachelorette. And, like, your roses are when you give your number. So you're basically swiping through people. And let's face it, honestly, the majority of it is looks. But I have to say, there has been many good-looking people that I have seen on these apps that are absolutely horrid with their answers. Or even if they're not good at answering the prompts, when you speak to them, it's like talking to um, it's like talking to like a telemarketer, like when you're you know when you're having like casual conversation or something, or when you're when you're talking to like a wall. I'm just gonna put that. That was kind of like just a very vague answer, but it's just like I feel like I'm you know I talk to some people and it's just like I don't know where this is going or even if this is a real person. I feel like I'm talking to somebody that's a robot. So. It doesn't, that's one of the lessons that I'm going to go over. I'm not going to get into it now, but looks have literally nothing to do with the, um, like the, the correlation between whether you're going to have a date with them or not. It just doesn't. Maybe to some girls, definitely, but to the girls that I have spoke to, it does not. Um, you do learn that there are many types of contestants on this bachelor, bachelorette, aka Hinge or Bumble, or just the dating app um, arena, there are many different contestants. You, I have seen some of the weirdest, and I'm not saying weirdest looking, I've had some of the weirdest conversations. And sometimes I just have conversations with people just because like their answers are so fucking out there that I think it's funny. And I just want to see what this person has to say. I would never go on a date with them, but I think it's just hilarious and I like to have a good conversation. Um, I've had some pretty interesting, interesting conversations. And uh, you do find out that, you know, all of these contestants are either into tacos, they love office references, the office, the references, uh, Michael Scott, you know, skiing, snowboarding, dogs. Everybody's into this. Um, a lot of people, I'm going to go with 95% of the profiles that I've seen have something to do with those four categories. Definitely. Um, and then, you know, the guys who are taking the shirtless selfies at the gym are usually not the people that you want to have an intelligent conversation with. I'm not saying that's for everybody because there's definitely people that I'm sure I just haven't met any. So I'm very biased on that as well because I've never met a guy that takes a shirtless selfie to have something interesting to say. <laughs> kind of mean, but whatever. Um, so yeah, it's all, I'm not complaining about apps at all. I have people that like some people, when I put a little prompt on Instagram saying like, what are the lessons that you've learned from dating apps? They said, don't do it. 
or they just put the word don't, which I think is really funny. But I don't, you know, I'm not like shitting on dating apps. People say, you know, they're like, it's kind of like ruining the dating scene. Like, how do you meet people organically? Listen, okay, I'm from South Florida. That's a different story. South Florida is a different country. Everything but the geographical context of Florida is a different country. People are different. Everything is different. The vibe is different. People approach you. Or it may just be an East Coast thing, okay? I'm sure that like people in New York and like other places approach you. But here on the West Coast, and I'm not saying like California because it's all different. It's a whole melting pot. But like the Midwest, people don't approach you. Like nobody is going up to you to approach you. I've been here for seven months and I have had maybe two guys approach me. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I don't think I'm an ugly person. I'm not like some drunk bitch at the bar that's like going fucking crazy. I'm not like blacked out or anything. Like I I think I'm approachable, but they just don't approach you here. So unless, and listen, if we didn't have dating apps, I wouldn't have gone on the dates that I did go on. I wouldn't have met the people that I did meet. And the same goes with my roommate and my friends. It's just, I've met maybe two people here that like organically, that's it. And I've become friends with them. So it's just, if that's just the way it is, unfortunately, that's just, it's 2020. We have to get over it. If we didn't have dating apps, we would have to, first off, I would have to go out way more than I do. I would have to go out to bars and, you know, cause nobody really, if I want to take a walk in the park, I don't want to meet anybody at the gym. And I'm, if I take a walk in the park, nobody's going to fucking approach me and I'm not going to approach anybody who's approaching people at the park. Unless you have a dog, then that gives me a reason too. But still, if you're playing Frisbee with your dog, I'm not going to walk up and be like, Oh, you have a really cute dog. What's your number? I'm not that type of person. It's just not, maybe, maybe people are, I should be more like that maybe, but let's face it. That's just the way it is. It's dating apps, and if it wasn't for dating apps, I would probably be an alcoholic because I would have to be going out to bars literally every day of the week to meet people, or every weekend at least, and I'm kind of sick of drinking, and I don't want to do that because we have to face it, liquid courage is a thing, and you know, I mean... It's just, we, we just got to deal with it. So I'm not shitting on dating apps. I think that they're actually, it is just, a, it's a, it's an easier way of connecting with people. It really is. And you can really fish out the people. So the lessons that we have learned, lessons are the gifts of life. They really are. Mm-hmm. And the things that I have learned, number one, you do have a type. So I've always said that I am not the type of person that really like, I never thought that I had a type. Like I never thought that I would look at a guy and be like, no, he has blonde hair. I don't want to date him. You really become picky when you're on dating apps. So I have definitely found out that I have a type and like I have some friends that have said like, no, I don't really have a type, but then we'll get to talking and I'll say like, man, I really love... (laughs) I really love dating Jewish guys. <laughs> like, I really have a thing for Jewish guys. I think, like, and, you know, those friends that said that they don't have a type, they do have a type because they said, nah, I'm not into Jewish guys. <laughs> so that is a type. Um, I really, 
you know, I didn't think that I had, I thought it was usually like, if you're good looking and you got a cool personality and you can make me laugh, usually that's the type of person I go for, but it's not true. I, I just, I don't like pretty boys. And if you're listening to this and I've gone on a date with you, I'm not saying that you're not a pretty boy, but you're probably just like, you don't look like you take five hours to get ready and that's a compliment. I don't want to date somebody that's going to take longer than me to get ready. And I'm not really, I'm, you know, I'm not even going to go into that. So I don't like pretty boys. I'm just going to say that. And I'm very into like dark features. And you really do find out when you're on a dating app that what you do and don't like, because you're literally scrolling through hundreds of pictures and I didn't choose, I, I don't scroll through hundreds of pictures. We all do, whatever. Um, but you're literally, you're going through them all. And usually if I see a blonde, I'm just, you know, I kind of press the X button. So you have a type. And, you know, as I thought, you know, before I was always, I thought I was very open-minded to the way people are, but it's not true, you know. And I think back, like I used to buy Ken dolls and it wasn't even Ken dolls. Like who was the brunette Ken? There was like, it was like Barbie and Teresa was the, was the dark haired girl like the brunette, there was a Ken doll that was brunette as well. I never bought the blonde Ken dolls. And I was just like, I was kind of thinking about it today. I was like, shit, I never did. I always bought the dark haired, dark featured, like they still had like light eyes, like light eyes are a beautiful thing. It doesn't really matter, but the dark features and like the dark, like, you know, five o'clock shadow and all that. I think my Ken doll had, it definitely didn't have a five o'clock shadow. I think I'm just like picturing that in my head. You know, and I would like take like cardboard and I would cut out little hands and then paste them on to the Ken doll hands because they would always, they would always be so tiny, super tiny hands. Um, so, you know, I always just had this like, you know, big hand. I'm just kidding. The hand feathers didn't come until a little bit later on when I was fucked up. But, um, yeah, I, I always uh, have been into the dark features. So you definitely find out that you have a type. You really do become specific with what you're looking for. And I also learned that I love awkward more than I thought. So when I'm talking to guys, um, I when I sense a, a little form of awkwardness or a little, I sense a little awky from them, I really, it like, it like opens up my heart a little bit because I'm super awkward. Um, I become more not awkward, and which is another thing that I've learned. For, that's one of the lessons that you learn from dating apps. But I, I love awkward. And, you know, if you're not funny, I mean, obviously, that's just like you got, you got to be funny even if it's not like with your your little prompts I've met people that are like pretty sucky with their prompts but then I talk to them and they just got some good witty humor and then that just really like it seals the deal you know what I mean seals the deal not like sex wise just like it seals the deal like I'll be your friend um and speaking of looks another thing that you learn like I just said is looks mean literally absolutely zero percent that you're going to get a date from somebody. So this is all girls. This is all guys as well. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure guys are like a little bit more open to like dating a girl that's not super, I don't know, with like a good personality. I don't know. And I'm sure girls are the same way with guys, but a lot of my friends and me, we've, we've seen some pretty hot guys, but if you can't hold a conversation, like 
yo, what the fuck are you doing on a dating app? Well, I guess that's why you're on a dating app because you can't really talk in person maybe. I don't know. Um, another lesson that you learn is patience is a fucking virtue. So it's an app and we all need to understand that. And we all need to have patience. We need to be patient when it comes with it. So unless you want a fling that is like, you know, just like some random dude and you want to just have sex with him or you want to just go on random dates with people and like not expect anything. If you're looking for something serious and you want like somebody that's of, of, oh my God, I just went fucking blank. Somebody that has substance to them. If you want somebody of substance, there's not you're not going to find it within a day. There are millions of people on these apps. So you have to really sniffed through shift sift? What is that word? When you what's the word when you when you the powder goes into the thing and then you're Wow, my brain. What's the word? You know what I mean. You have to sift sift through it. You have to sift through the dating apps to figure out like the profiles to really find somebody that's of substance and that the person that you're really looking for. There's dudes on there that are married. There's girls on there that just want to have sex. There's guys on there that want, they're literally just not, they're not looking for anything. And you know, sometimes they're upfront with it. Sometimes they're not, but you really, you got to sift through them. Okay. And also you have to understand that Patience is a virtue when it comes to them answering you. So it is an app and I do the same thing sometimes. I'm not on the apps really anymore, but when I was, it was, uh, I, I definitely forgot about them a lot. Like I just wouldn't go on the app and, you know, I would be having conversations with people and then I would basically ghost them. Unfortunately, I didn't mean to, but I would just, you know, life goes on and you have to be... You have to be okay with waiting for them to answer. It's not going to be, you know, everybody has their own lives. And yeah, just don't, uh, just don't get too caught up in them not answering you and then taking it seriously. You got to be completely honest with them as well, like I said, and be verbal with them and communicate. Um, yeah, and expectations of how quick that they're going to answer the text messages you're going to be fucking disappointed because conversations go slow sometimes unless they're really fucking like really into you. But, you know, just take a theoretical fucking Xanax and just chill out. Um, also, another uh, lesson that I learned is that you really do gain more confidence. Uh, mojo, flirting skills. My mojo has shot through the roof since I have started on the dating apps. Now, I told you before, I was a serial monogamist. I never went on dating apps ever. I was always with boyfriends. And when you're with boyfriends for long term, you're talking to the same person for a very long time. I never really dated. So, you know, I went on these dating apps because I was trying to get over somebody, obviously. And I hate to say it that they were just kind of like I was using them to get over somebody, but I really was, you know, we're all adults here. And I think a lot of us use it for that reason. And I, you know, the f I remember the first date. Um, I was nervous as fuck. And he was actually younger than me. And I knew that I didn't really need to be nervous. Because I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm a good catch. And 
but I got to the place, you know, I never meet the person like at their house or anything. Um, I always meet them out in public, obviously, because I don't want to be murdered. And I met the person and he was already inside. And I, <laughs> I told him, I literally forgot my ID first off. So this kid already thought that I was a catfish to begin with. He told me that he didn't know if I was real or not. And I told him once I got there, I texted him. I was like, listen, I'm outside in my car and I literally forgot my ID. I'm really sorry, but would you mind <laughs> getting into my car and driving back to my apartment with me and I could go get my ID and then we could go back to the bar? And he literally said, he was like, you know... <laughs> I don't really know if you're real and if this is your ploy to get me inside of your car so you could kidnap and murder me. I really don't feel like dying today. And that's how it started out. And that was, I was like embarrassed. I was a little nervous, but I also am really fucking awkward and I thought it was really funny and I love awkward situations. And yeah, so it turned out to be good and we became friends and it was all that. Um, but there, you do become, you get your mojo back. So I was going through a breakup and I was really upset and I, you know, we were over and I fucking needed to get my mojo back. Like I needed something to like my, you just, it's not even like about dating skills or flirting skills. I'm able to like, I feel like I'm able to talk to anybody now. Like you just like, like you brush up on your interpersonal skills. You grow them. Talking to strangers is easy now. Like I get into bands People lure me in with candy all the time because I'm so easy at talking to strangers now. I don't listen to my parents anymore when they don't tell me about no talking to strangers. Just kidding, I don't go into bands. But, you know, I was, you know, I, I was trying to get over somebody. I feel like I say you know a lot. And I say okay a lot as well. And, uh, I've listened to some of these, so I apologize, but I am getting better at it. Um, see, I just did it again. <laughs> you don't, uh... Oh my God, I keep saying it. Now I'm going to notice every time I say, uh, no more. No more, uh, I almost did it again. I got my mojo back to the point where I became so confident that I started a podcast. That is a big thing for me because I was never big into speaking to people in general, to strangers. I was very introverted unless I really knew somebody and people know me. And if you do know me, you know how awkward I am with talking to people. And I've been told before from ex-boyfriends that I was the most awkward person to talk to in the beginning. But that's just my charm, I think. And I really became good at speaking to people. And I feel like I could go up to anybody. And I've gone, I'm not going to say the number of dates, but I've done a few dates because I was trying to get over somebody. Let me just say that again. And it wasn't because I was being a whore or anything. I just needed to get my mojo and my flirting skills back and talking. And I literally, you know, I was kind of like, it was kind of like using them as practice, which is very fucked up to say. <laughs> but it was to the point where I was going on dates, literally because I just wanted to practice speaking to people. And like, I really, I made it a... I promised myself that I would put myself out there more and I would become more of like a people person. And I really like, I want to, I love talking to people, but I usually had to like be like close with them before I would talk to them. And just going on these dates, I, I just, 
I got like I could talk to people now. I got talking skills, I guess you could put it. Like I feel like you know my worst class that like that I always dreaded was public speaking, and now I can fucking do it. I feel like I'm really good at it now. I'm also talking into a microphone and talking to absolutely nobody, but you know, I, I haven't gone in front of like a group of people and spoken to them in a while, but I feel like I could actually. So there's that. And it's also, you become good at saying no. You definitely become good at saying no. So I feel like it before, if somebody asked me on a date and then I like, I felt bad and I had to like cancel, I usually wouldn't because I would feel too bad. Or if I didn't, like the person when I was talking to them this is like in the past like I feel like I would never just get up and leave a date and that's kind of fucked up to say but now I have the confidence where I know whether I'm lo- I'm wasting my time or not and my time is precious we're only on this fucking planet one time and if I'm going to sit here and you know go on a date with you and I'm not really enjoying it I'm gonna get up and leave if you're being a dick, if you're not being a dick, then I'll, I'll stick through it. But, you know, I'll try and like make the conversation better if anything. But there's two times that I recall that I got up, physically got up and left. And I had zero guilt about it. And I feel like that's something that you learn with the confidence from going on dates and dating apps is just you learn to, you learn your worth. And you learn that you don't want to waste time on certain things. Like I never went on dates before because I always just dated like one person at a time. And they were long distance, long distance, they were long term relationships. And I never really, we never went on dates. It was always like I went on a date with you and then we were dating. But now going on dates, I'm able to, there was just this dude, like I, we were sitting at the bar. It was like a really cool place too. It was like a speakeasy. And <clears throat> it was like, I literally, I think it was a speakeasy. Maybe it was, I don't know. It was like a really cool bar though. And he was like, I don't know what, I don't even remember like what the fuck was up with him. But like he just, he was like putting off like a douchey vibe. Like, you know, they have like red flags. This guy was putting off brown flags. I don't know why like brown equals douchey, but he was putting off douchey flags, brown flags. And I just didn't like, even in his, like before I met him, his answers were like, it was like, you know, what's your dream vacation? And he put like, no, I'm not answering this or something like that. I don't even know why the fuck I went on a date with him. But he was just so douchey to the point where like I was sitting there like looking at him and he was saying something in mid-sentence. I literally picked up my backpack because I don't wear purses. I was wearing a backpack. And I literally, not like a backpack, like, not like a school backpack, like, you know, like a, like a cute backpack. I picked up my backpack and I literally walked out of the restaurant. Mm-hmm, sure did. I, yeah, I just wasn't about it at all. I did not like that. He was kind of like being arrogant and like showing off what he did for a living and but just being like a douche about it anytime I would like say something there was also another guy we were sitting at like this coffee place that turned into a bar it's very like a hipster vibe place and my roommate was actually on a date at the physical bar and then I went to go sit down with this dude um and we literally were talking and I remember he like I think he worked for Yelp he worked for like a big website and (laughs) 
can't remember what the fuck the question was, but I think I was asking like, like so what? Like that's a pretty awesome that you work for a big website. That's so just tell me what you do. Like I was just being like you know asking fucking normal questions, and I think he literally told me, like oh you don't need to know that or something weird like that. And he literally like the vibe kind of like turned, and I think he was I think he was intimidated because he was trying to like like puff up his chest and act like a dick to me, which was completely different from the way he was acting through the apps. And I literally looked at him. I was like, I'm going to go now. And then I got up and I left and he literally walked out and was walking, following me. And I said, no. And I got in my car and drove away because he was just being so douchey. But I had, I feel like I would have never done that before the dating apps. I feel like I would have never had the, the balls to do that to somebody. But now I really don't give a shit. If you're wasting my time and you're going to be a dick, I really, I, I don't, you're not worth it to waste my time. You know what I mean? Also, you learn being forward is very important. You know, if you want it, just fucking go for it. You don't, you know, intimidation is a thing, like I said, and I wouldn't have gone on two thirds of the dates that I did if it wasn't for my forwardness. I had to be the one that was kind of like, yo, do you like what are you are you looking for anything like do you want to like do anything are you going like do you want to meet up for some drinks or something or you know I never really met up for dinner because I didn't really want to I wasn't like an intimate thing but I always like met up for drinks or something and I just I usually was the one that had to you know provoke the situation okay which was kind of you know shitty because I feel like in Florida a lot of people you know like I said there's only two people that have approached me here and both of them were not from Colorado so I don't know if it's like maybe just a Colorado thing I don't know and I've also heard this from multiple girls and it's just we don't get approached here um so yeah also another thing that you gotta learn please 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 don't internalize rejection don't take rejection harshly rejection is redirection isn't that a quote that's all over the fucking internet redirection comes from rejection if you are on a date with somebody and then he doesn't message you afterwards or he doesn't like continue with the date or it's a bad date or even if you like you really having a good conversation with somebody over an app and then they don't they just stop answering don't get butthurt about it don't do that also, if you go on a date with somebody and then you hook up with him and then he doesn't answer you or he doesn't like like pine after you, don't get fucking butthurt about it, okay? It's 2020. It was also whatever, 2019 last year if it happened. It's just the way it is. People don't, they're not looking for anything. And obviously, if he's not coming for you, quote-unquote, don't, like, obviously if he's coming for, you know, you know what I mean, but if he's not, like, if he's not, like, pushing for you, you know, it's just, obviously, he's not meant for you. The universe cock blocks you for a reason. It was a funny story <laughs> that, uh, um, basically, a friend of mine was going, she was at a, she was house sitting and she was going to have a guy come over and 
basically cliff notes of the story she fell asleep and the guy was downstairs waiting for her <laughs> and the dude got really mad at her and fucking did not want to talk to her anymore and it was a really funny story but she that is the universe cock blocking you for a reason it didn't happen for a reason the majority of the dates that happened didn't happen for a reason take it like that that's just the way you have to take it okay um so if a guy doesn't you know if you guys if you hook up with somebody first off if you're having a one night stand or you're hooking up with people and the guy doesn't you know like he doesn't want to further it you gotta understand that he like obviously like you already gave him like he's not gonna buy the cow if you already got the milk for free you know what i mean so wait is that the saying or you're not gonna buy the cow if you get the milk for free if you're not going to buy the milk, if you get the cow, I don't know, whatever it is. But it's just, you got to understand that, like, you're, they're not going to come after you if you're, you know, if you sleep with them, unless you got some really bomb-ass vagina and they're really looking for a partner. But, you know, you just got to be real with yourself. And if you just want to have, like, a one-night stand and you just want to do that, or if you just want to have, like, a random hookup here and there, you could do that. There's nothing wrong with it. Don't be slut-shamed, yo. Girls, don't be slut-shamed. There's nothing fucking wrong with it, okay? Everybody is allowed to follow their sexual desires, okay? We're all humans. We all want it. It's just the way it is. Some people don't want to have a relationship, and some people don't want to wait to get into a relationship to have sex. That's just the way it is. We're fucking humans. We're born, and we're, we're fucking breeding off of hormones and shit and that's just the way we live and women our hormones skyrocket when we're going through ovulation and we look good and our boobs get big and our skin is glowing and obviously if you want to have sex with somebody and you don't want to masturbate anymore just fucking do it whatever just be smart about it that's okay and also another thing that you could learn is this was also i mean this was like i said like if you really don't you know if you really don't like a person, you shouldn't feel bad about leaving. It is an app. It's a it's a date that was from an app. It's not like you had a friend set you up with somebody and it's like a mutual friend. You don't know this person, okay? When I was when I left that conversation, when the dude was just like being arrogant, he was just fucking annoying. I literally thought to myself like I would rather go home and clean out my roommate's litter box than sit here and listen to this person talk anymore. I would rather watch paint dry on a wall. I would rather, I don't know, color coordinate my toiletry bottles. I would literally rather do anything than sit here and waste my time talking to somebody. And you have to understand that it's okay because you don't know the person and you're never, probably never going to see them again unless you live in a town that's literally of 200 people. But it's okay because you know what? I literally haven't seen the guy since. I haven't seen both of those guys since. They're people that I walked out on and I really don't care. I told them, you know, I texted one of them when he said he was like, no, I feel like I was just like, I wasn't really being myself. I don't know, something like that. I was like, listen, you're obviously not ready to sit down and have a conversation with the girl and I'm just not ready to sit down and have a conversation with you either. So let's just leave it at that. It was nice meeting you or not really, but, and that's it. You have to be... You have to understand that it's okay to leave. When you feel uncomfortable in a situation, fucking leave. There's no reason for you not to leave. It's not mean. 
you just don't like the person. It's okay. Not everybody's for you and you're not for everybody. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That was very cliche of me to just say. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Not everyone is also trying to come. So this is a different thing. Not everyone on these apps are trying to just get you to come home and have you sit on their face. Not everybody is looking for a one-night stand. Not everybody is looking to get married. Not everybody, you know, you never, you really don't know what these people are looking for. So you have to really communicate with them. But you have to also look at dating apps as, you know, the people who have such a negative, like, you know, view towards them. I've met plenty of people that were looking for actual relationships. I wasn't looking for a relationship, but they were actually looking for real relationships. And that is, you know, you have to really, I give props to those people for being able to put that out there because it's scary. It definitely is. And uh, one of the last things that I have learned is that men have zero fucking shame. <laughs> Women also have zero shame, zero shame, but men have zero shame when it comes to being behind a screen. And okay, it was just a couple weeks ago that I literally was on there and like this dude, I don't even know what the fuck, he was like good looking, but I could already tell that he was just going to be a douche and I was just kind of like entertaining it. And he's like said something about like how he was a, he was a breast, he was a breast, what was that, not a breast, uh, a breast aficionado, that's the word that he said. And he was like, and yours are, are high quality. I was like, dude, are you really fucking like, come on, man. And he was like in his thirties. Like, it's not funny. Like, get the, like, that's not even, even if you were just trying to get me to go on a date with you just so you could fuck me, that's not going to do literally anything. I think I deleted the app after that. <laughs> so I'm just going to go over some of the answers that I also received from the um, question that I asked people about this. Um, this is a good one. If it seems too good to be true, it is. That's definitely true. Uh, yeah, 100%. Um, if they mention cats, they are weird as fuck. Yeah, I can understand that. And older guys use younger photos. I could definitely see that as well. Uh, even though it's casual, it still requires you to be eventually to re still requires you to eventually be vulnerable. That's true. Uh, don't wear heels on the first date. If you think it might be short, absolutely. Guys do lie about their age or their their height. Well, that was a pretty funny one. Uh, Spanx deceive the eye, 1,000%. <laughs> Ladies, if you're going to wear Spanx, I got to leave soon because I have to go to um, Orange Theory. If you're going to wear Spanx, you got to understand that it's like a guy wearing fake biceps on a date. You know, like just imagine it. You go on a date with a dude... He's wearing some long sleeves, but you're you're looking through and you see like, oh, he's got some nice little boulders under there. You're like, damn, he probably looks really good when he's naked. And like, you know, you see like, you kind of see when he like lifts up his, no, not when he lifts up his shirt, when he like, I don't even know, however you could see like some abs popping out or something. You see he's just, he's pretty toned, you know. You see those shoulders and you're like, mm. You see those forearms, I'm a big forearm gal. 
see some fucking nice forearms, some juicy forearms under that long sleeve. And then, you know, you get to know him. And then, you know, things lead to things. And you get him naked. And he takes off his sleeves of muscles. Yep. Like the Jason, what is it? Jason Manoma, is that his name? Jason in the the, uh, Super Bowl commercial where he takes off all of his muscles. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine a guy doing that. Okay. Guys can't really do that. So that is what it's like when a girl wears Spanx. So unless you are just planning on having a beautiful dinner and, you know, you're just there for conversation and you have zero interest in ever seeing this person again, or you have all the interest in the world to literally lose however many pounds you need to until the next time you see this person. But, you know, if you're just like just chilling and you just want to have conversation and a dinner and a drink and you don't expect this person to see anything that's underneath your clothing, wear fucking spanks. Wear them all the time. Wear a full body spank. Wear it from literally your neck down to your ankles. Wear a beautiful fucking slick black dress, long sleeve, long long-legged dress and you just wear the whole thing spanks make everything just like suck it out everything is just super tight the person will never know but if you're planning on ever seeing this person again and the guy is looking at this figure that is um different than what he's going to see later on that's a you know um it's kind of deceiving you know i would be I'd be a little upset if I saw a guy and he took off his muscles and he just, he turned out to be like this little scrawny thing when I thought that he like had some boulders on him. Not that like boulders are that big of a deal, but it's just, you know, it's spanks, spanks aren't a good idea. I haven't always been, I haven't always understood the idea of them. Um, I think that, you know, but I, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, where's another one? You got to be vulnerable. I already said that. Um, if they're shirtless and their pics, swipe left unless you're just trying to fuck. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You. Yes. If you have a shirt, if you have more than one shirtless selfie on your page, come on, man. Just fucking find a different picture. I'm telling you, it looks douchey. It doesn't look right. Okay. Just like. Even, even if it's like, if, even if you want a picture with your shirt off, just to show, I get it. You want to show off your body, take one with somebody taking it or even, you know, do a fake one where you set up a timer and it looks like somebody's taking a picture of you. Don't put a fucking, don't post a a cell mirror selfie. That's for girls. Okay. It's a double. I mean, it's, it's just, it's one of those, that gen, those stupid gender specific things where it's just like, I mean, only girls can do that. You know, guys do it too, but come on, it just looks douchey, dude. Unless you're like 23. Um, what's another one? Long story short, it's super awkward and I'd rather be lonely than try it again. Hmm. I mean, no. You can definitely try No, don't do that. Um, only the undateable are on dating apps. <laughs> I read that and I laughed and I told the kid who said that that it was funny. It is definitely true. 
I mean, people have definitely gotten on. Like, I've been on some like good dates, and that like very quality people. But it's definitely true. I think the majority of the people that are on there are definitely undateable. Um, being self-deprecating isn't funny anymore. Uh, it is funny. I like to, you know, I like to make fun of myself more, you know, more, a lot, actually. I love to laugh at myself and I love to make fun of myself. Self-deprecation is a funny thing. I think it's just like when it gets to be too much, like when you're, when you're on a date and you're just telling a girl like how bad you are at everything or like if you're fucking depressed or something, like it's just, I've had a couple people where they've just been very like negative about themselves. That doesn't make my vagina go tingle. That doesn't make anything moist. I don't want to know about how you don't love yourself. That's not fun for me at all. So, yeah. Don't do that, you know? Self-deprecation is fun every now and then. It's fun to make fun of yourself. It's also fun to make fun of the other person in a playful way. Just don't be like, don't be like a sad boy about it. It's kind of weird. Um, you got to deal with the surface level conversations to start. Okay. All right. Listen, no, I understand when the girl said that I was like, yes, you're absolutely right. I don't do the surface level shit. If you, I, I literally, this has happened multiple times where the person is like, they're asking me questions that are literally just like, where is this going? Like, what is, what does this have anything to do with anything that you want to know? I don't, I just don't, I had a guy ask me when's the last time I had sex. Like, really? Like, what? You know what? He had two shirtless pictures on his thing. I literally stopped talking to him after that. After he said that, I literally, I was like, oh, okay. And that's it. And then I, I literally deleted him off of my thing. I was like, no, I'm not. It's just, come on, man. Get some fucking depth. Like, literally. Even if you're not looking for anything, just get some fucking depth. Um, they suck. LOL. Okay. Well, I, I know. Um, women are plate lickers. They love a free night out. <laughs> and so, um, guys who soft smile in every photo could actually mean they're missing a tooth. That is a very distinct thing. And I actually, that's, you know, that could be true or they just don't like, like their smile or something that, yeah, that could suck. Um, Yeah. So there's another one, too many to account offhand, but overall it's a numbers game. Eventually you will find the one. And that is also coming from a friend that did find a person on a dating app, which is really cool, actually. Um, I'm really happy for her that she did that. And also the last thing that I just want to say, um, I used to always believe that I would never be able to go on a date with a guy that was sober. And this is a weird thing. So this was just like, even a couple months ago, I was like, there's no, and I've talked to my friends too. And like, I have a lot of friends that would never be able to go out with somebody that's completely sober, that doesn't want to do anything. You know, I'm into things. When I say things, you know, I just, you know, I like to have like drinks and stuff. Um, I'm into plant medicine. And a person that is completely sober, sometimes people would take it as like, like a negative thing. Like when you're going on a date with them and it would just kind of be boring. 
but I have actually met humans that are sober for reasons of just like they just want to be healthy and fucking clear minded and stuff which I like think is unbelievable it's just it's like it's an unbelievable feat to be able to do that in this day and age and it is so like so self-empowering I can't even imagine and I like look up to those people and now I'm thinking about it like dating a person that just didn't do heavy drugs and didn't do like just didn't drink and but still was like a good time and the person that I'm talking about like is a good time like I could just tell that they they still like go on vacations all the time and they still do shit it's just it's definitely there's something very attractive about a person who has the ability to not not like fill their bodies up with chemicals and shit to make them more fun you know what I mean so I that is changed dating apps have definitely changed my mind on that because I used to think that I would never be able to date somebody that was completely sober because I thought it would just kind of be like you know I feel bad like sitting at a dinner table and having like a glass of champagne or something but it's actually I think it would be healthy and like you the person would better you in a sense because honestly we don't need to be doing drugs and alcohol to have a good time you know I understand YOLO but if you've had your fair share of them like it's just I think it would be a good time to to date somebody that was sober good time for my liver good time for my skin good time for my brain my brain would actually really enjoy it so uh, that is it on the lessons that I have learned from dating apps and the other lessons that people have learned. And I hope you guys have a beautiful day. I'm trying to think if there was anything else that I wanted to say on this. Probs not. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go get a workout in and that's it. Hope you guys have a beautiful, what is today? Tuesday. Beautiful turn up Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, whatever you guys are doing. Um, stay positive. Yada, yada, yada. All right. I love you guys.